we gon' laugh, laugh, laugh. Let's laugh about it. I think about it. Let's talk about the possibilities. Let's laugh about it. Hey, hey, we gon' laugh about it. We gon' laugh, laugh, laugh. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome. Welcome back. It's 2021. Happy New Year. I hope you spent your holidays well. I hope you guys are blessed. I hope you're having a great start to your new year. Welcome to a place where you can find laughter through the joys and hardships of life. I'm Keandrea, and this is Laugh About It. Wow, y'all. It's been, it seems like it's been forever, even though it's been like two weeks or so. But I'm glad I got to take that time to just sit there and really just have that time with my family, even though it wasn't the same as it was previous years, as I'm sure we all have been told and we all have heard. I still enjoyed it. I think New Year's Eve night was definitely by far one of the best nights I have had this year. And it wasn't anything that we've done in particular. We just literally sat in the living room playing games, just having a good time. And it was just amazing. I loved it. And you know, I'm not really a New Year's person. I think I'm more of Christmas. I love Christmas. Christmas is down far my favorite holiday of the year. Just the feeling, the giving, the love, the celebration, just everything behind it and getting to see like smiles on people's faces just really always held a special place in my heart and Christmas Eve and Christmas with by far was definitely a great and memorable one for sure. Me and my family we did our own rendition of the 12 days of Christmas which was really fun so I'm super excited to see how I edit that because <laughs> I still haven't edited it. I know I know but I'm really excited to see how that goes but then also just spending time with family. You know it's always that week in between Christmas and New Year's where you're like, what do I do with my life? <laughs> you know, like, do I start taking down Christmas decorations? Do I start planning for the new year? Like, what do I do? It's always like a limbo period for me. And it's weird because Christmas, you get all this excitement and you're building it up for it. And then just like, it's gone once like Christmas day is gone. And I'm like, wow. This is crazy. And I feel like as, as I'm getting older, it's more prevalent as time goes on. But this year, I, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what I did um, in that limbo period. But I can say I have been planning for Laugh About It and I've been working hard trying to post more things on Instagram, trying to engage more there. So I'm super excited about all the changes I've made and all the efforts I'm putting in. It's really exciting. I hope you guys are enjoying it. I hope if you guys don't, please follow me on Instagram that's laugh about it pod on Instagram and I've been trying to post as frequently as possible I do have a Twitter so I'm still trying to navigate that as well and I've been trying to revamp the visions of laugh about it so I've have been trying to get some new art going in terms of like a new cover for laugh about it but two people so far fell through so I'm still trying to work on it though and everything else that you've seen on Instagram has been of my own creativity and I have had so much fun just making little graphics I have more for y'all please stick around for that and closing out 2020 I'm it's bittersweet because you know, 2020, and like as we all have talked about, as we all know, was not the year, was not the move. Sis had to go. <laughs> but 
I'm not going to say that without reflecting on the growth that has happened with me personally. I grew so much in 2020 because of the circumstances that we were we found ourselves in because of what was happening and this global pandemic. It allowed me to get outside my comfort zone, which I never do, but that allowed me to grow and let me know that I can and I am capable of all things I'm working hard for through God's grace and mercy. I have what it takes that I need to do to get it done. So that was just a fun little roller coaster for me to go on, the highs and the lows, but it's all worth it. I'm glad to be sitting back here and just recording for y'all. So as I mentioned before, I have been working on Laugh About It through this whole period leading up to today. As far as segments go, I changed a couple of them. So one being I am sunsetting laughs and it's really sad for me to do because it's the whole premise of the show just to find laughter through the joys and hardships but I feel like the whole show encompasses what we're trying to do here so I didn't feel like I needed a segment for that. I may bring it back in the future who knows but as right now that is going to be sunsetting but I'm so happy because it just allows us to have that premise through the whole entire episode and the whole entire show itself. We're just finding the joys of laughter through it all so we don't need a one set segment for that. Um, another change is changes to the joys and the old boys. So I felt like after carefully looking more into all the segments I had, I felt like the joys and old boys and the flowers and the weeds were kind of too similar. Now, in my mind, I know they're completely different. When you have flowers and weeds, that's to people who you want to give flowers to people and who you want to celebrate. And joys and old boys is something that was in my life that I just felt like, okay, what was a negative and a positive? However, just thinking about that, I'm trying not to focus on the negatives anymore. I think I give way too much energy to the negative and it's time to let that go. So instead of it's going to be joys and old boys, I'm changing it to the joys in the old boy. Meaning the old boy encompasses life, encompasses everything that's just ugh about life, right? So you have adulthood, you have work, you have personal things that you just like just gets on your nerves sometimes and it's just like, oh my goodness. So that's encompasses the old boy. But instead, we're going to find some joys in it. So I'm still going to celebrate my joys that I've had and that I want to share with you guys. So it's just a little change in the name, but a whole change in the concept. So I'm so excited to introduce Joys in the Old Boy today. And then also another thing I've been playing around with is Triple C or CC's Coffee Corner. I refer to myself as CC. So that's my nickname. And then coffee, I know I explained my love for coffee. I'm obsessed with coffee. And I feel like having CeCe's Coffee Corner is just a way for me to just ramble about anything and everything I want. I'm not for sure if I'm just going to keep that solely on Instagram and just having that where when I find a topic I want to talk about instead of waiting for the podcast, I can just ramble on there. Or if I'm, it's going to be something I introduce into the episodes. But for now, I think I'm just going to be on Instagram with CeCe's Coffee Corner. So I'm super excited about that as well. And this is just any 
anything I see fit on Instagram. I'm like, okay, cool. This is what I see. Let me just go ahead and send it out. And it may be on a Monday. It may be on a Sunday. It just depends on when I get that inspiration to do a CC's coffee corner. And I'm going to have coffee. So I'm super excited. So that's the plan so far I have. Of course, I'm still changing the look and I'm still changing everything else. I'm still working on it. So yeah, without further ado, I think I rambled on enough. Let's go ahead and get to the flowers and the weeds for the week. Okay, so as I was planning this week's episode, I decided I was going to intersect the flowers and the weeds for this week. Colorism, to me, has got to be the biggest divide in the black community. The light skin versus dark skin mentality is playing on Eurocentrism. It favors the worldview of the majority. So in this case, it would be Europeans that live within the United States continue to marginalize the other racial groups that does not fit to their beauty standards or their standards of living. So quick history lesson. During slavery, they would perform what was called the brown paper bag test, meaning that if a slave's skin was lighter than a brown paper bag, it was basically saying the lighter you are, you're closer to the white bloodline. And it was a way to divide us still. So hearing today in today's world, we're still having this light skin versus dark skin mentality, it's still the same thing as that brown paper bag test. So although it's not dramatic as it was back then, it's still used today. And I've seen it plenty of times, but when I was scrolling on Instagram the other day, I noticed this Twitter thread about media controlling black narratives, which obviously, but in a way a black erasinger. Now I have never heard of this term before. As I'm looking into it, I'm reading this thread, I'm like, that makes so much sense. If you're like me, <laughs> erasinger refers to the practice of collective indifferences that render certain people and groups invisible. It's increasingly used to describe how inconvenient people are dismissed, their history, pain, and achievements, and trying to erase that history of that said group, right? So I'm reading it, I'm like, that makes so much sense. And I never paid attention to it that way before because I felt like the media is always trying to divide or trying to erase black voices and all you know and people always talk about diversity oh and we have to have diversity and we also have to make sure all groups are represented but I was talking to my cousin a while back and she basically explained affirmative action if you haven't heard of affirmative action what that is is institutions or companies universities they look at their demographics and they say okay so in order to receive x y and z we need to do this thing called affirmative action we have our company look more diverse to make sure we are being quote-unquote inclusive well when this was first brought on to me back in high school it was in terms of universities and they were basically saying well they have to have this thing where they have to accept a certain number of marginalized groups in that school so it won't just be just white people there right so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so to make sure that they're inclusive, they have to have a certain number of black people, a certain number of Hispanics, a certain number of women, males, whatever the case may be. But looking deeper into affirmative action, what the goal is, is just to make sure that their demographics are more diverse. It, it doesn't matter if you're black or Mexican or white or Asian, what they're doing is saying, okay, we need to have more diverse, so I'm going to pull a white woman in and that's going to fulfill our diversity requirement. 
So that's what affirmative action is. The whole thing about Black Erasinger is similarly to that. However, it's just encompassing Black voices and Black faces. Now, the thing about this is the media are thinking that they can get away with things like this by placing a Black actor or actress in the role to try to control their picture or their depiction of Black people in America or in the world. So this thread, as I was pointing out here, was talking about how the media now is saying, okay, we're going to fulfill our requirement of having a Black person, if like if the role is requiring a Black person, we're going to fulfill our role in requiring a Black person by giving it to a much lighter skin tone than it, as it was intended for. Let me explain here. One thing that I can speak on, they it's a lot of different people having different opinions on different books, like the Divergent book. And I'm getting this all from this thread here. The character, Christina, was tall and athletic with brown eyes, dark skin, and short hair. And they booked Zoe Kravitz as the character. Now, no shade to our sisters. You know, we want to make sure that they're getting their flowers as well. However, if the book is describing the person to have dark skin, we have plenty of beautiful dark black actresses out there who can fit this role. You know what I mean? So it's they're controlling and manipulating the media saying, well, we put a black person in there. And yes, although you put a black person in there, just think about all the black, beautiful, dark skinned babies out there who never sees anybody that looks like them. Me included. Each time I see a dark skinned person to depict me, it's always someone who is playing the narrative of that ghetto black woman. No shade to the people who play these roles because get your coin, you don't want to make sure you get out there. But it's time that the media started recognizing there's more variations of beautiful black skin out there. So if you're turning a book into the movie and if a book describes the girl as a dark skin with short hair, I'm pretty sure you can find plenty of actresses that fits that description. For example, The Hate You Give. It's this comment that says, let's not forget about the hate you give. The cover and the detailed character was supposed to be dark skin with kinky hair. However, she was cast as light skin with braids. Hollywood and the media needs to understand that we pay attention to things like this. And although they may cast aside and say, well, we cast a black person, this is true. However, this goes to back what I was talking about before, the Eurocentrism and playing into those ideals and creating more divide within the community, but then also having that black erasinger and trying to erase all the pain and all the history within the black community just by casting what they feel. So that's who I'm giving my weeds to this week is the media industry continuing to use black erasinger to silent blackness and conforming to the white ideals that America have been using for the last 400 years. And my flowers are going to the people who are continuing to use their voices and platforms to speak out to let people know that this is not okay. I feel like one of the most powerful tools we have are our voices. And the fact that I'm seeing more and more young people um, use their voices, teenagers now, using their voices to speak up and say, this is not right. It, it makes me happy because it's not right. And I feel like it's time to stop being silent on issues that matter. And this is not just for the black community. There's, pl there's plenty of marginalized groups that are having the same effect, but I can only speak about the black community because that's 
something that I'm a part of and that's stuff I have experience in. The more and more people that use their voices to speak up about things that are not right, the more exposure it's gonna have and that's how change is created. And that's what I loved most about the Black Lives Matter issue being so prevalent in 2020. It's because everybody else didn't have nothing else to do. People were stuck at home. People were forced to sit there and pay attention and more people were using their voices. And that honestly and truly be one thing I'm forever grateful for in 2020. So I'm giving my flowers to y'all. Continue to use your voices. Continue to use your platforms to speak up. Speak up against everything that's not right. And I know that the more and more people that are know about it, if it wasn't for this thread, I probably wouldn't have not known for Black Erasinger. But the fact that p people are using their voices and they're sharing it and they're seeing it and they're making it light on social media, continue to use your voices and platforms because that's how change is made. Okay, let's go ahead and go on to our talk about it segment. Okay, y'all, so it's Vision 2021. We're in 2021, y'all, and we're still in a pandemic and we're still have this uncertainty about life, but I feel like a lot of people are having this renewed found hope because it's a new year. Just as all other years bring, it brings that fresh beginning, that fresh start. Like their initiative is starting again. Like they're igniting a new fire to hopefully burst into flames to get everything that they want to get done in the year. So... This episode is all about something I'm very passionate about, goal setting and planning. When I tell y'all I go hard for planning, I am not kidding with y'all. I'm obsessed with planning. I love goal setting. Just stationary in general. Anytime I can use stationary, I'm gonna use it. But I go all out. I'm that one who uses stickers for their planner. I color code everything. Everything in my life has a color. So I wanna just share some tips with y'all. So if y'all on the same boat, since it's the beginning of the year, I'm gonna wanna give y'all some tools and tips for goal planning for the new year. When I think of the new year, I necessarily don't think of a resolution because I feel like resolutions have like negative connotations to it because you know, people's like, yeah, this is my new year's resolution. They all hyped for in the new year and then here marches and they quit. So it's not necessarily a resolution, but it's goals that you want to accomplish. And this is not something that's, I'm for example, like their new year's resolution is I'm going to lose weight. Okay, cool. And then, so I'm going to start eating healthy. And so like once the new year hits, you're going to stop all your old habits. And you're going to start eating healthy. But that's not realistic because you have to train your body to not want that. You have to wean your body off that. So goal setting is a little bit different than resolutions because if you say, okay, I want to lose weight, you're then setting that goal, how you want to accomplish that and when you want to accomplish that by. We're going to be talking about smarter goals. So... SMARTER goals is an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time, evaluated, and revisable. So when you're setting these goals for the new year, whether it is like maybe finding a new job, losing weight, getting more organized, you want to have those goals and use it as a smarter goal. So be specific. So if you want to lose weight, okay, I want to lose 25 pounds by... X, Y, and Z. You want to make sure it's measurable. How can you measure it? And think about it. Is it attainable? So if you say, I want to lose 40 pounds in two weeks, is that really attainable? It's specific, and yes, it's measurable, but is it attainable? 
And you also want to make sure it's, is it realistic? To lose 40 pounds is definitely realistic, but then you have to think about it. Is it realistic in two weeks, right? You want to give yourself time. You want to make sure you evaluate that as well so there's no confusion about the goal you're trying to meet, right? But then also you want to make sure that your goal is revisable. So if you say, I want to lose 40 pounds within five months, if something happens within that five months, are you able to change that goal to make sure you can still achieve it? Those are my tips for anything that you're wanting to have a goal for this year is to make sure that it's a smarter goal. Again, that specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time, evaluated, and revisable. So I like to think of all my goals are setting into categories. So I have my personal goals, I have my professional goals, I have my spiritual goals, and I have my financial goals. So setting that up in different boxes. So you can do this in a journal, you can do this on a piece of paper, whatever is best for you. I personally do journals, but you have a different box. And what I do first, I just list out all the goals I want to achieve in this new year. And then what I do is set categorize it. So is this a personal goal? Is this a financial goal? Is this a spiritual goal? It's just XYZ. So all your categories are going to be dependent upon you. You can have any goal or any category that's going to be specific towards you. These are just some of the categories I'm working on this year. And then you want to set those out. And then each goal you put in that category, you want to make sure you're using the smarter goal with that goal. What I do then is after I have categorized all of my goals in those boxes, I then put goal category and then I put smarter down on vertical line and we know that the S is specific. So I'm gonna write what's specific for that goal. How am I gonna measure it? How am I gonna attain it? Is this realistic? How is this realistic for me? What is my time frame for this goal? Make sure I evaluate that and make sure that I'm leaving room. So if I need to revise it, I'm able to revise it and make sure that I'm on track for my goal. So that's how I do that. Then I go into a vision board. Now I love vision boards. I'm a visual person. I love seeing visual boards. I love just the creativity aspect behind it. So then what I take is for my goals. I use my goals and what I did on to accomplish that goal to then set it into a vision so I can see what that's going to look like for me and something that I'm going to see daily so I can be reminded of my vision board. So in the past I have always had a physical vision board and I used to put it on my wall. I used to put it somewhere where I can see it daily. This year I'm going to try something different. I'm I'm going to do a visual vision board, excuse me, a digital, I'm like well, visual vision board, a digital vision board where I'm going to go ahead and create one online. So there's many of different apps you can use. One I recommend is definitely Canva. That does have a subscription related toward it, but they do have a free version as well. So just canva.com and what you can go ahead and do is create a vision board and you can have that digital copy. Now, I really recommend that you do this digital copy because Canva has this cool feature that when you're selecting the side you want, they have one for a desktop wallpaper and a phone wallpaper. Because then you can create this vision board on this specific template. Then you can set that vision board or your vision board as your background for your wallpaper and your phone. So you're constantly seeing it. So you're constantly reminded of the visions you have for the new year. So I think that's a brilliant idea 
idea and something I've definitely utilized as well. So I have my vision board here that I'm going to be using as my wallpaper on my computer and my phone. Now I'm I'm a lot. So I create multiple different vision boards for multiple different categories or whatever I'm focusing on at that period of time within the year. Now I know a lot of people might not have time to create more than one vision board. So that's fine. Go ahead and just create your vision board. Use it as wallpaper on your computer and the background on your phone. If you have an iPad, tablet, do it too. So that way you can get in that reminder. But then also too, if you want to have that physical that you can see on your wall, you can then print it out. So I think it's really important that we go ahead and have a vision so you can have your goals, but then also have your vision board. And I recommend that you do this in different sections so it won't be overwhelmed. So like I said before, I'm using professional, personal, health, financial, and spiritual. But whatever you need to use, go ahead and use that as a category. And it's never too late to start. And I know a lot of people get discouraged. Well, and here it is February and XYZ. You can start creating goals in February. You can even start in December. That's why I'm trying to get rid of or trying to get away from the resolutions because I feel like it's just stuck on the New Year's resolution. So a lot of people's like, well, here is the middle of the year. I haven't started. I'll just wait until next year. It's never too late to start. If you have a goal in mind, you're going to keep pushing for that goal until you achieve it. This is really exciting. I hope this tips helped you guys out with your vision planning and with your goals you have set for the new year. But yes, I just want to share that with y'all. This is going to be a great year, just like last year was a great year. Positive vibes, y'all, positive vibes. <laughs> but yes, so just using those smarter goals and then also using the digital vision board, I think will be very helpful for you to try. So I've tried it and I love it. And now each time I check my phone, because my phone is dry as a desert, I always see my vision board when I look, if I got a notification on my phone. Of course not, but I can see my vision board. <laughs> but yes, that's all I have for the talk about it segment. So let's move on to the joys and the oh boy. Welcome to the new segment or the refined segment, the joys in the oh boy, where we're just going to talk about all the joys that have happened during the week. My joy for this week is taking time for me. Now, this is me just finding my joys again. I feel like last year, like September to December, I was just black. Like I didn't, like my passions and my loves and my joys, they were just hitting different. So I'm going to take this renewed energy and this renewed hope for the new year. And I'm going to start off, what what makes Cece happy? What makes Keandrea happy? What makes me happy? And I'm going to go for it again. So I know I love books and I loved readings. Not only do I love reading, but I love just collecting books. So that's what I asked for for Christmas. And I got some really good books this Christmas. And I'm super excited to just get back to reading and finding my joy in it. So the two books I got I'm super excited for are Lecrae's 
I am restored how I lost my religion but found my faith I am super excited to start reading this book this is a very short read it's about 200 pages but I'm just super excited to just read it the other book I got for Christmas is a promised land which is she's thick she's thick um by Barack Obama so I love like autobiographies books about people I look up to but then I also love for fiction books I love black romance books so I have a couple in my closet now that I'm super excited to read too so just taking time for me and to read again I have started Lecrae's book I am restored and so far it's really good I haven't made a quite of a dent in there but it just talks about like his childhood wounds and things that he's looking forward to so I'm super excited to finish that book and another thing I have been doing recently because of the holidays and the lots of pictures is I've finally been putting on makeup again and it reminds me of why I started putting on makeup in the first place because I got into makeup because I was bored in my dorm room one day and I was watching beauty vloggers on YouTube I love it I love it so much so having that time to do that it's just a time where I'm listening to music or listening to a podcast or watching a video and I'm just painting my face and it's so much fun so I'm happy I'm able to have that to find the joys in that again because for a long time I was not doing that and then finally just spending time with my loved ones safely of course but just whether that's texting them talking to them over the phone through FaceTime or even in person just having that time and just it's so much fun just to talk to them and it's like for a small second everything is quote-unquote normal where we don't have to worry about anything of course we're doing it safely but it's just that moment I get to have my tunnel vision and focus on them and speak to them and see how they're doing and just wishing everybody well so that was my joy for the week I would love to hear some of y'all joys as well let me know on Instagram at laughaboutitpod on Twitter at Laugh About It Pod, or if you want to email me, I'd love to share them on the upcoming episode. That's just laughaboutitpod at gmail.com. Making sure you put that subject line so I know exactly what you're talking about. But yes, let's go ahead and move on to the self care segment. For my self-care, I'm starting my journaling challenge. So as I mentioned before, I love journaling. I love planning. Anything with stationery, that's self-care for me. Like just organizing my pens, color coding my notebooks, all of that. But a couple of gifts I got this Christmas was some journals. And I'm really excited to start this challenge for me because I talked about it in the last episode I believe that I want to get back to journaling again there's nothing like spending time with yourself to reflect on your thoughts I feel like for me personally that spending time with yourself is the most honest you can be because you can't tell a story to yourself you know what I mean you can't sugarcoat anything so one journal I got is the weekly gratitude project it's a challenge to journal reflect and grow a grateful heart so i'm super excited to try this out so it's a weekly journal which i'm really excited about so i don't have to go in full-fledged journaling every day because again going back to my smarter goals that's not realistic if i haven't been journaling for a while so my goal is to read the challenge for the week at the beginning of the week i'm starting my week on monday and I'm going to read whatever the week one is. And as the week is progressing, I'm going to take 
quick notes on my phone thinking about this prompt in my head and then on Sunday what I'm going to go ahead and do is take the time to sit there and just journal this is just grateful journal and it's you know, there's so much for you to be grateful for. And then another project or challenge I'm going to be starting is the 52 List Project. So I have had these books. I have the 52 List Project, the 52 Lists for Calm, and the 52 Lists for Happiness. I got these in the middle of last year and I never started them. So I'm starting it this year. It's a year of weekly journaling inspiration. So you're just creating different lists which is my favorite. <laughs> You're creating different lists within the week and then taking action upon those lists. So for example, my challenge for this week is to list your goals and dreams for the year. Then I have to say, what is the first step toward achieving my biggest goal? Then I have to pick one thing I can do this week to get started on my one of my biggest goals. So I'm super excited to take the time to just reflect back and go back to my roots of self-care. If you guys are interested in journaling with me, there's plenty of different free online resources that you can use to for guided journaling or if you want to do a big brain dump that's always great as well I do have a couple of other journals I want to dabble in this year as well this one is by the sweatpants and coffee the anxiety blob comfort and encouragement journal so gentle prompts and exercises for letting go and finding inner peace which I definitely need I have another one it's called a motivational journal do it for yourself so these are just different prompts as well so I'm super excited to dabble in all of these journals I have to just give me inner peace and to spend time and reflect on my thoughts I'm also super excited to start recording and to produce episodes again because this is very therapeutic for me too and hopefully Hopefully you guys find peace and therapy in my episodes as well. So I'm super excited to be sharing this all for you. I have so much in store for y'all. So just be on the lookout for that. I'm super excited to see what this year brings. How many times can I say super excited? I don't know, but I am. <laughs> But yes, so thank y'all so much for rocking with me for yet another episode of Laugh About It and just talking and reflecting on the different things that are in today's world. There's lots of joys, but listen, the world is an old boy, let me tell you. <laughs> of course, if you guys want to be featured or if you have any flowers and weeds you would like to give out, if you want to share any self-care tips or any joys that you have, please let me know. Of course, you can reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter at laughaboutitpod or laughaboutitpod at gmail.com with the subject line whatever you want to share. I love to feature and celebrate y'all because what, as Evie said, I'm bringing the whole hood with me. <laughs> but until next time, stay beautiful, stay blessed. I hope you guys are enjoying this new year and I can't wait to talk to y'all real soon. Bye!